Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Spark. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them across the UK. Today, two stories of jealousy. From our recent open mic night at the Hackney Attic. The first is by Jess. So this is the first time that I've ever done this, and I thought of the story about two minutes ago, so don't judge me if it's bad, but if it's good, then don't be jealous. Um, <laughs> or do, and then come up here and tell the story. Um, so, we're going to go back a few years. I was in second year of uni, and I moved into a house with three other girls, which could take up a whole night of jealousy stories, but I've picked one. So, the girl in particular this is about, her name was Pippa. I wasn't actually going to use her real name, but I just did, so just to, it's fine, don't worry. No one knows, it's fine. Um, so, Pippa was the opposite of me in every way. So she had naturally curly hair and she was really slim and she had big boobs. I can go for a run without wearing a bra if that gives you any indication. Um, it's fine, it's fine, I don't care much. And um, <laughs> Pippa was very athletic, naturally athletic, and she wanted someone to go for a run with, so I volunteered. And she'd run in front, she'd glide in front of me. And we'd get home and she'd look like she'd barely sneezed. And uh, <laughs> Pippa was also very cool, effortlessly cool. I'm not at all. Um, Pippa wanted to join the Territorial Army alongside a degree, because that's not enough of a challenge. So, uh, so I joined with her, and uh, <laughs> I'd walk around with a rifle and sleep with it in a field. I mean, I've uh, dropped two mugs in the past week, so if that, I mean, not a good idea. Um, <laughs> but I did it, I was a soldier, and, <laughs> ish, and uh, Pippa was also a bit of a drinker, but she'd get really drunk and she'd, she'd always get a beautiful man back to our house at the end of the night, and uh, she'd wake up and throw them out and just look beautiful the next morning. <laughs> I'd uh, get home and I think the order was vomit in the toilet, drop my phone, pick the phone back out, Oh. and carry on. I mean, it was a Blackberry, so it's fine. It's resilient. Um, <laughs> Pippa also liked drugs. She liked some drugs. But uh, again, the next day, she'd look absolutely fine. One time, she dropped a pill of ecstasy on the floor, and she thought, I'm not going to waste it. Snapped it in half, gave me half. I walked home like a demented child, and the video evidence of this still haunts me to this day on Facebook. 
Um, and uh, yeah, Pippa liked a lot of adventures and I went along with her because, you know, I wanted to be Pippa. And um, one time we went, to a, we went to a different university town on a night out and uh, she met a guy, obviously, and I tagged along. And uh, we went back to his university place thing and uh, she went in his room and, you know, did whatever. And I was sitting up upright on a sofa with a waterproof jacket that I just found just as a duvet. Pretty standard, quite a metaphor for our friendship. And um, she came back out and she called me into the room and she said, Jess, let's brush our teeth because that'll get rid of every sin from that night, obviously. I mean, yeah, brush your teeth, it's fine, it's all, it's all fine. And um, so we went into his ensuite, he was asleep. We went into the ensuite and she picked up this tube of toothpaste and she put a line down my finger, put a line down her, I don't know where she got that from, um, put a line down her finger and we just went for it. And, uh, and I looked over it and I looked at this tube of toothpaste that she'd given me and it was acne cream. <laughs> and we were so enthusiastic about this, we were right in there. And then I looked at her and I, and I looked at her messy hair and her makeup was down her face. And she was silently laughing while I pointed it out and she, her mouth was wide open and she had all this saliva mixed with acne cream and I just thought, yeah, I'm cured, it's fine. That was Jess. Next up is Adrienne with another story of jealousy. Enjoy. I was 15 years old and uh, my parents were going to off to leave me and live in Hong Kong and I had left school. Well, I hadn't really left school, I'd been expelled from school. And uh, I came from a nice upper middle class family and I was leaving and they were going to Hong Kong and leaving me at the age of 15 in Sydney. Um, my mother, uh, she looked a lot like Vivian Lee and she'd won a Vivian Lee lookalike competition. <laughs> she, she was an ex-model and an air hostess, but in those days she flew on the planes all around the South Pacific. They were the first planes that ever took passengers and they used to land on the water. Uh, so she was actually quite adventurous, you know, for a lady of those times. Uh, my father looked like Charles Bronson and he uh, at one point was a colonel in the Army Reserves. Anyway, so they were off to Hong Kong because he liked to build golf courses all around the world. So they were a formidable couple and uh, they were quite wrapped up in themselves and I was sort of excluded emotionally and physically, which is why they just left me there, really. Uh, so I, I, at the age of 15, I went to work in a pyjama factory and they went to Hong Kong. So I used to get up every day and I used to be at work at 7.30 and I put all those pins in the cardboard in the pyjamas that you used to buy when, I don't know, they still put pins in cardboard in them, but I did that every day for eight hours a day. And then I would go to college after that and try and finish my O-levels in the evening. And I had this sort of notion that working class people had a very different life and I thought I should go and live in a working class environment. And also one of my friends at school was from a working class family and... And that, but sort of those two things together, I thought, right, I'm going to go and live out there where, where they live. And I just had this idea that the working class families were baking bread and, and sitting around to dinner tables and living rooms and being really informal and friendly and hugging each other and kissing each other and, and just being a bit more relaxed, really, you know, than my parents. Um, so off I went to live in, in, in a place called Botany. 
Funny, that's where Captain Cook landed, I think. But uh, So I went out to Botany and there I met my friend from school's brother and he was called Vince. And Vince was 16, Vince played in a band, Vince played bass, Vince liked the Beatles and Vince had golden shoulder length hair. And I liked Vince. And Vince really liked me. In fact, he liked me so much that I thought there's got to be something wrong with Vince. <laughs> really. So um, I spurned him. I was, like, I was overwhelmed by Vince's love for me. Anyway, then Vince met Marcy, and all of a sudden I was shocked and horrified. That meant Vince was likeable. And that meant that I should have really gone out with Vince. <laughs> Shit. Um, because, like, you know, I was y young, and I, this combination of low self-worth and jealousy does make bad bedfellows. And I didn't want to be a member of any club you know, that would have me until Marcy had him. <laughs> so, uh, spurned, uh, as I said, after I'd spurned him, I decided that, in fact, I was uh, going to uh, get him back. And uh, I, I worked very hard. My, I, on my 16th birthday, I might have drunk 16 overproof rum and cokes. And we were all at a gig. He used to play gigs all the time, and she was always there looking doe-eyed and interesting. And, you know, he was always there looking windswept and handsome. And uh, I thought, no, I'm, I'm going to win this jealousy thing. I was seething with... I mean, I was heartbroken, but mainly seething with anger and jealousy. So uh, after I drank 16 uh, rum and coats and fueled by my jealousy and alcohol and um, sugar, I kind of made out with him right there, probably in front of poor Marcy. <laughs> and, um, and I did actually win him back. And I dated Vince for a year. Uh, but it turned out that living in, in, with your two unemployed, alcoholic, working-class parents is not the joyous family that I thought it was going to be. And dating Vince wasn't very joyous because he was an extremely jealous person and I couldn't talk to anybody without getting his wrath. So I would say that all in all, all's well that didn't really end really very well at all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spark True Stories. If you love what we do, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review on iTunes. Head to stories.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.